the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. You're going to get a good cross-section of what uh, needs to be prayed for, not only in California, but the United States and even the world. (laughs) And you're also going to hear a lot about God's heart cry for worship and praise as we delve into that in the second hour as well. But this first hour, uh, we've crafted this specifically for those of you who have a heart for what is going on behind the scenes in California, in the legislature and and elsewhere, and how to pray for the things that (laughs) really, really need prayer. Welcome to the specially crafted Come Together San Diego uh, broadcast. There are things that really need desperately prayer, and I couldn't think of a better person to bring along on the radio broadcast for this first hour than the director of Pray California, Muriel Bowman. Hey, Muriel, how you doing? Bless, bless. How are you? Fine. We have a con- Muriel and I have a common denominator, uh, a lot of them, but one thing in particular that we're going to introduce to you at the beginning of the show. And what might that be, Muriel? The shofar. <laughs> yes, Muriel and I are both shofar blowers. And this is not just a, a convenient thing that we do. This has uh, biblical significance. And there are a number of different shofar blasts. Uh, some of them deal with preparing for warfare or preparing for prayer or preparing for any governmental kind of thing, but also preparing for the return of the king. And so this in this month that we're facing right now, this is called the sixth month of the Hebrew biblical calendar called Elul, going into the great feast and festival month, the month of Tishri, in which we have the Feast of Tabernacles and all the wonderful things attached. But this is a time for us to pay attention. And one of the ways that we want to encourage you to pay attention is I've invited Muriel to actually give a shofar blast to start the broadcast. And she said in an instant, she said, absolutely, because she's a shofar lady. So this is going to be a Teruah shofar blast. We'll talk about that briefly, and then we'll dive into prayer-related things for the state of California and beyond. Let us have it. Amen. The Teruah, <laughs> a call to assemble for spiritual warfare. <laughs> Hallelujah. Here we Come go. On, God's people, awake and arise. Step into position. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is called the Teruah and a long extended uh, yeah. Teruah Gadal, which is an extended version of this. But this is, this is really for us to prepare for warfare. But it is also a call to say, "King is coming, the King is coming, the King is coming," <laughs> and he is. And we're going to talk about some things that we hope help ex 
expedite his return. In particular, in California, there are some things that need vigilant prayer. Are there not, Mariel Bowman? There certainly are. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to dive into some of these things, but I think let's start first with this, the uh, Pray California. This is a heart cry of yours, and it really envelops a lot of different people uh, all over the United States that are praying for California as well as Californians. So why don't you kind of start the show out, Mariel, by telling a little bit about Pray California and your inspiration within it and how God is using you and Pray California in magnificent ways. (laughs) Thank you, Brother Kaz. Pray California was birthed in about the year 1999, and it truly is the heartbeat of the Father that the body of Christ will unite and come together in one accord to worship Him and spirit and in truth, as we know from John 24, that the Father, or John 4, that the Father is looking for those who worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, and those who fervently pray, for we know the effective fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much, yes, yes, and yes. who are willing to take action and seeking first God's kingdom and his righteousness. And so this is all different ministries throughout the state of California who we develop a relationship with, and also senior pastors and intercessors, worshipers. Oh, my gosh, so many wonderful things are happening in California. And we have a weekly noon praise and prayer call that this is the 11th year, Kaz, that December will be the end of our 11th year, and people from other states join this call because they understand the spiritual significance of this beautiful golden state and how it affects not only California, but the nations because of what comes out of Hollywood. Oh my, and what comes out of the government as well. A lot of people, a lot of people brag, even uh, people that are uh, very liberal, they say, you know, uh, California is really the showcase for the rest of the nation. And on a positive side, there's no question about that being true. But sadly, on the negative side, it is true as well. So a lot of things to pray for, a lot of things to pray over. Just quickly, uh, Mario, because there are a lot of people that are prayer warriors. They would love to get involved. Sometimes they just go, I, you know, I just don't know what to do. Well, Mariel has a suggestion. Pray along with her. Is there, is there a website that people can find out more about Pray California, Mariel Bowman? Absolutely. Uh, please go to www. PrayCalifornia.org. <laughs> PrayCalifornia.org. You're going to find out things in that website about many of the things that are going on in California that uh, politicians don't want you to know about, but read in the newspaper the next day, and y- you say, this legislation was passed? I didn't even know about this. Yeah. Well, Muriel says, oh, no, no, not on her watch. That's right. <laughs> so That's right. We're, we're thankful about that. So we're going to spend a little bit more time on this uh, the first segment, we've got all four segments, the first hour with you, Mariel Bowman of Pray California. <laughs> we've got the full hour, and we're going to have a, a guest or two as well calling in shortly. But right now, let's talk a little bit. Give, give a broad overview of why people who have a heart to pray for California should be praying right now. I mean, there are a lot of things uh, that need prayer. Why don't you give kind of a broad brushstroke, and we'll delve more deeply into it in the rest of th- this hour, Mariel. Okay, thank you. We all know 
that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy John 1010. And that's what he is seeking to do to our families, to babies, right when they're in the womb. But if but if the enemy can't get them and destroy them in the womb, then he is attacking our children and our young adults yes. in so many horribly ugly, wicked, radical ways. And but God, we know the the rest of that verse is, but Jesus, Yeshua, came to give life and abundant life. And that's what we speak over California, because we also know that people perish from lack yes. of knowledge. And so many people don't know what is truly going on. Their hearts are in the right place. They love, they love their spouse. They love their families. They love the Lord, but they're either too busy or they, they're apathetic. They don't want to get involved in what they consider the government and but it's not it's not a pretty it's not a pretty picture is it has it's not a fun thing to get involved with but we need to get down there and battle on behalf of our children and yes. future generations so i'd love to mention some uh some of these wicked evil bills well why don't you give us the tip of the tip of the ice cream cone here and cuz we're going to delve more spe- <laughs> specifically in them with uh our uh with Casey uh, in the next segment, because uh, Casey yeah. is tied to the um, mighty men movement of prayer warriors in California and beyond. And, and we're going to talk with him. His name is Casey Dickey, and he will be on with us from the next segment on. So, yeah, why don't you give us a broad brushstroke of some of the things we're going to pray for, and then we'll get into the logistics of some of the specific bills. But uh, unborn babies is one of the topics, uh, and children is another. Why don't you carry it from here? We've got about one minute left in this segment, Mario. Okay, great. You know, it's a homeless situations, and it is unborn babies, but truly, Ezekiel 33 talks about we are watchmen. We are all called to be watchmen. We are all called to be intercessors. And if we do not blow the shofar, sound the trumpet, <laughs> and alert people to what's going on, then the blood is going to be on our hands, isn't it, Casey? Isn't it, Kaz? It because is, Because that's indeed. what God says. It and is. I don't want it. We want to have clean hands and pure hearts and we don't want any more blood on our hands and any more blood on our land and that's why we are so so passionate about this pro-life movement that's happening and standing in the gap for the helpless voiceless babies and for our children and families and for the homeless oh my goodness yes horrible things are happening yes all these different things we're going to be taking a break in just a minute but you know you talk about getting joining into the gap and and praying, you know, in Acts sixteen nine, Paul, uh, Paul uh, there there was a vision, and and a person in the vision said, "Come to Macedonia and help us." Yeah. Well, there's a call right now. Come to California and help us. If you're a Californian, mm-hmm. come into the prayer uh, component and just intercede on behalf of California. And if you're outside California, in another state, or even in another country, it's time to pray for California because many people are right. California is kind of the, a template for other states. And uh, we want, we want to be behind the scenes and impact that. So Muriel, I know we have a guest coming up in the next hour, then I'll have you introduce them, but we will going to, we're going to talk about these things in greater detail when Muriel Bowman of Pray (laughs) California and I uh, come right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Well, we're back, and I alluded to uh, an instance in Scripture, Apostle Paul got the message about going to Macedonia and helping the people there. And I tell you something, in California, we need prayer and prayer support like crazy. And many people within San Diego are interceding, and also in other areas of California, are interceding for this nation and for this state in particular. And uh, Mariel Bowman, my co-host for this hour, has a friend that she said, we really have to have this person. If you want to talk about prayer and serious prayer, uh, we need to bring this person on. So I'm going to have her introduce our other guest who is with us on the phone as well. But be prepared, my friend. We're not here to chit-chat. We're here to get down to business. And we want to transform uh, our passive attitude about Christianity into a persistent one to impact change, not only in San Diego County, not only in California, not only the nation, but in the world as well. So, Mariel, we have, ha- we have a, a, a precious guest whom you think so highly of. So why don't you share uh, the introduction to this per- of this person, and we will all think highly of him as well. <laughs> Amen. I love what you said. It is kingdom business. Amen. I'm so grateful that um, precious brother Dysa Pond, who used to live in California and very active in the prayer movement, moved to Colorado Springs right there, has a ministry himself, prayer search now across the nation. But he contacted me and said, hey, Marielle, I need to connect you with Casey Dickey. And so he did. And Casey came out to our conference this past month, connected with him and his beautiful wife, their newlyweds, glory to God, uh-huh. and KC is the founder and executive director of the Mighty Men Movement and Men's Equipping Network, and for the past 19 years, he has been leading men in prayer and developing men's prayer groups in churches in the middle of the state, the Breadbasket, the Fresno Clovis area, and beyond further um, through the Men's Equipping Network, and it's Um, Those groups, as KC describes, have been proven to be pivotal in helping men to find intimacy with Christ, which we all know is a huge game changer for men and for families and for their children. And truly, as you and I know, Kaz, it's all about developing relationship. First of all, intimacy with the Lord, and then relationship with one another. So, um, And he and his team have developed the Mighty Men Movement, which is California-based network of ministry to men. And I have to tell you, Kaz, this is such a huge answer to our prayers because we have been contending and crying out to the Lord to have men rise up (laughs) and step into the leadership that the Lord has called them to, spiritual heads of the household. So KC, Dickey, and Promise Keepers also, Judge Vance Day and Ken Harrison, are also huge answers to prayer, but I'm going to pick up the baton and throw it over to Casey <laughs> Dickey. I'm up here in Northern California. Casey, um, Casey's in the middle of the state. You're down there in the Southern part, so, so we, hey, hey, I think we've got this covered. Hey, I like it. Hey, Casey, good to have you with us, and <laughs> Meryl has told us a lot about you, and I'll tell you what, uh, one of the things that men... Uh, 
Christian men, for the most part, have a real challenge in actual praying. Women, can it seems to be more their natu- natural, supernatural strength, but the, that's not really the intention of God. He wants to have we guys to be vigilant in prayer as well. So I mentioned, Casey, good to have you. I mentioned we're going to go just a little bit of a chat about who you are, but let's just, we'll keep that to a minimum, and then let's dive into warfare stuff, shall we, Casey? Yeah, you bet. Hey, thank you, Kaz. And uh, I think I can probably hang up. I think Mario just doesn't say that at all. Uh, you don't no. need to talk to me. <laughs> oh, yes. She's a, she is a, she's a dear sister, I'll tell you. I, we've uh, got to know a little bit of each other over the last uh, month, month and a half. And she's been a blessing uh, to our ministry by promoting it for us. And uh, we were so impressed to come up to Sacramento and and take part in her uh, Pray California conference. And uh, so I think we're going to be long-lasting friends for sure. Indeed. Indeed. And the uh, Mighty Men movement is really stirring we guys to actually get to our knees and have a, have a focus uh, that really, you know, this is really reaching into the third heaven. This is significant if we guys only realize the, the power that we have. So thank you. God bless you mightily for stirring up the male component in the body of Christ. Appreciate that so, so much. And I know Muriel and so many others do as well. So let's take a look. We're, we're you, North, Northern California, Middle, uh, Middle California, and Southern California. Here we are. And uh, uh, if two can chase a thousand, uh, you know, one can chase a thousand, two can chase 10,000. And the threefold cord is not easily broken. And here we have a threefold cord. So... Uh, give us a, a focus on what's going on in your Fresno area. Oh, my, a lot of things going on, Fresno, Sacramento, and things like that. Why don't you give us an overview, and then I'm going to have Muriel jump in, because you know what, Casey, I couldn't stop her if I tried. Uh, I know. I know that. Hey, uh, so, so thank you. We appreciate the platform and uh, getting some exposure down in the San Diego area. That's awesome. So uh, kind of going back to the beginning, 19 years ago, we began to pray at our church, and uh, it was so enjoyable, just two of us. And before we knew it, we had uh, 50 men at 5 a.m. in the morning on Friday mornings praying together and just uplifting our pastors and our state and our churches and communities. And what I began to see over a period of time, Kaz, was that as men begin to worship God in prayer, that's a key, um, worship-based prayer, we call it, seeking God first before we ask anything of Him, uh, men begin to find intimacy. And when a man finds intimacy, it's a game-changer. And unfortunately, so few really have, have the inclination or the desire to spend time, enough time with the Lord to find this intimacy, because we're all as close to God as we want to be. Oh, uh, Say that again, Casey. That is a profound statement. Yeah, each of us are as close to God as we want to be. My, my. What a convicting uh, he, phrase you said there. My, my. Yeah, his, his desire is to be so close to us, and yet we are certainly men. We are so busy and so distracted that if we have time, even in the morning, we may do a five-minute devotional, and, and then, you know, would you fix Fido's foot? Uh, oh, then we go, yeah. off to, we go off to work, and we haven't really spent any valuable time with the Lord and just worshiping His goodness and His grace and His mercy. Um, so we began to see that as uh, men, as they found this intimacy, 
uh, and men listening to other men pray, they learn to pray. So we've got uh, in Fresno, Clovis, we've got 24 men's prayer groups across the city that that meet uh, every uh, every week. And we've been doing it for 19 years. We've had groups that have been doing it for 18, 16, 12, 10, and it just, it doesn't end. You know, most programs, you know, you go through a program and the books go back on the shelf and you kind of fall back into your your old ways. But exactly. These groups are enduring, and men just keep coming back because they find value. There's there's a brotherhood that takes place. We sit in a circle, and we certainly the first thing we do is we worship God, and then certainly we uh, go into a time of confession. We uh, then go into intercession, and uh, we have just seen. I've I've had a front row seat to watch hundreds and hundreds of prayers answered over these 19 years. Yes, and and more to come. You have a real heart cry for one million men praying together. I mean, uh, how impactful can that be? Come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so um, so back 19 years ago, God gave me this vision to gather 10,000 men in the Save Mart Center, which is our kind of event center here in Fresno. And, and then it, he gave me the vision, and then I, over a period of time, I forgot about it. Uh, but at that time, I didn't have a relationship with pastors. I didn't have a relationship with city leaders. So God waited 11 more years to reignite that vision, uh, which was uh, May 5th of last year, 2018, at the Save Mart Center. Our goal was 10,000 men. We actually gathered 3,500 men, but the significance was over 1,000 men stood to either accept Christ or to rededicate their lives. And the testimonies that have come out of that event uh, was just unbelievable. My, my, my. And we're going to get to see a little bit of that as uh, uh, I I really put Muriel uh, and Casey to to work with me in the next segment and even beyond. So we're so glad to have you till the top of the hour. Uh, So thank you for staying with us. But, you know, the scripture says in, in Proverbs 29, 18, it says, and I'm using an, the extended version of this because it gives you more nuances here, but it says, without a progressive vision, God's people will dwell carelessly. And it's time, my listening friend, for God's people, oh, that's you, oh, that's me, for us to have a progressive <laughs> vision. And that progressive vision is not one that is just is, is sitting in a chair doing nothing. It is a vision of action, progressive action for godliness. And God doesn't want us to dwell carelessly. He wants us to dwell carefully with him, but he wants us to also dwell powerfully. So in the next segment uh, and others, Casey Dickey of uh, Mighty Men Movement, and our dear friend and co-host, Muriel Bowman of Pray California. We're going to get down to business, and we're going to identify things that need prayer, and we're going to jump on into that, and we're going to encourage you at home or wherever you are driving or wherever to jump on into it, and we'll give you little nuances along the way from their experience with the Mighty Men Movement and Pray California. So, Muriel, Casey, and I will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. 
My name is Jim Garlow. Two things. First one negative, second one positive. Negatively, if we saw the condition of our nation, we would all be in prayer. Positively, if we could see what God could do with our nation, we'd all be in prayer. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. And welcome back to Come Together San Diego. I have a fellow shofar blower, Muriel Bowman of Prey, California. She is with me. We started the entire hour with a shofar blast. And this was a shofar blast to say, beware, the Lord is coming, and beware, and uh, get ready for spiritual warfare. And we've been uh, setting the stage for this spiritual warfare, the first two segments. Now in this third segment, we have another guest with us, Muriel and I, on the line, K.C. Dickey of the Mighty Men Movement. And uh, we're going to spend some time talking about specifics in California that need prayer. And I'm going to, you know, kind of release them to actually pray vigilantly and have you join with us. So, Mario, as you set the stage for some of the things that need prayer, Casey, I'm going to ask you, as as she sets the stage for one or two, I'm going to have you enjoin us and uh, pray over these things. And throughout, we'll remind people uh, how to get involved in both Pray California and the Mighty Men Movement. Is that okay, Casey? Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay Mario Bowman, <laughs> it's time for you. What, what needs our focus in this, uh, this segment right now? Mario Bowman, Pray okay. California. Right now, um, as during the break, Kaz, uh, something that KC said really reverberated in my spirit, and the Lord gave me three words, to, and it's recall, rebirth, and reignite the dreams and the vision. <laughs> Just as KC shared that that vision was reignited that the Lord gave me him in his heart, and Habakkuk, or Habakkuk as some say, tomato, tomato, um, <laughs> chapter 2 talks about write the vision and make it plain on the tablets that he may run who reads it. So I just want to throw that out as a gentle reminder, um, based on what KC said, to ask the Lord to rebirth and recall to you the vision so that he will reignite it, your dream, your passion, and you can move with it after you write it. So praise God. Yes, yes. And there are a lot of bills uh, and legislation that are sneaking, I say yeah. sneaking their way through yeah. the California legislature. Yeah. And, uh, it's you know, if we can be aware of them, we can pray yeah. it kind of in the face of them and God can turn it around. But we need to know some of the things that are going on. So yeah. identify one or two that you feel want to give our attention to you, Casey and I and our listeners. Uh, and then we'll okay, launch great. out from there. Muriel. Okay, great. So the first one is, and these are both, these have both been passed, y'all. Time is of the essence regarding some really radically wicked bills that have passed both the Senate and the Assembly. And they are now on the governor's desk for him to either sign and approve or else veto. So if you grab your pen and paper and write these down and make those phone calls, and we really need, we're warning the public, we're warning the people, calling everyone everyone to prayer and action. God's people need to rise up. So we're going to begin with SB, Senate Bill 24. This horrible bill, straight from the pit of hell, would require California universities and state campuses, quote, health centers to offer free chemical abortion pills without any medical supervision. This is not the morning after pill. 
practice is given when a woman has missed two periods. So the baby in the mother's womb is already pretty far along, especially when you consider a doctor can detect a baby's heartbeat. And guess how many days, Kaz? Very few. 18 days. 18 days. So there is no need for this bill. There is an abortion clinic within six miles of every college campus in California. But this is yet another way for Planned Parenthood and abortion lobbyists to get on site and have an open door to our children. And um, the pill has proven to have deadly effects, not only on the precious life within the baby's womb, but also on some some of the mothers as well. Amen. If anyone saw the movie Unplanned about former Planned Parenthood director Abby Johnson, who was recognized as Employee of the Year for Planned Parenthood, um, she she actually took that pill when she worked for them without anyone warning her. And the bill then, oh, she suffered so drastically, so tragically in that movie. And this bill used to be known as SB 320, but Governor Jerry Brown didn't sign it just before his term ended. Um, and so the bill died, but it was resurrected now as SB 24. So it has passed, and we know that we have been to the state capitol. We have said no, no, no. There have been many, many more of us to say no, not on our watch, not for our children and on our campuses, but it continues to move forward. So now we need everyone who cares about the helpless babies in the womb and the young mothers who will most likely suffer spiritually and physically to call government. Newsom and say, please veto this this SB 24 and to learn more information about the dangers of this pill and also to read about Abby Johnson's own testimony, you can go to our Pray California website under the pro-life section and click on abortionpillrisks.org. It is something that every parent, especially those who have kids in college, really need to read this. And and the students need to know. um, They desperately need to know about this particular bill. We say no on SB 24, but action needs to be taken before the governor signs it. He already said he's going to sign it last year he said he was but we say no to that in jesus name thank you and and then another one another well why don't you quickly give us an overview because i want to incorporate uh casey dickey's input as well we've got about uh, three minutes in this segment okay another overview of another bill another one that goes hand in hand with this one Yes, go ahead, quickly. Okay, so there's uh, AB 64, and that is that abortion referral number will be required on minors and student IDs cards. That's also has passed legislator. That's on the governor's desk. So when you have Planned Parenthood abortion phone number on the back of your student ID card, are you kidding me? It's like a stamp of approval saying, your kids, go ahead and call. Yes, yes. Casey, Dickey, Mighty Men Movement. Uh, any insights to the, the couple th- prayer targets that Mary Woman of Pray California has presented? Uh, speak into this. We have a, a two or three minutes in this segment, and then we're going to devote the whole last segment to be, being very targeted in our prayer. So, Casey uh, Dickey, Mighty Men's Movement in California, Fresno, isn't that right, Casey? Yes, sir. Okay, lay it on us. Yeah, I totally agree with Mario that uh, the brutal murdering of of children uh, is is unacceptable. Uh, uh, we just pray that God's heart in us, that what breaks his heart would break our heart. 
that people would rise up and, and do what Mariel just suggested to vote no on these bills. Uh, if, if you saw the movie Unplanned, the murdering of millions and millions and millions of little children that are, are real people. I just want to pray about that. Uh, Lord, would you do a powerful work? Lord, would you unleash the power of your spirit? Certainly over, over the state of California, Lord. God, we need a great awakening again, Father God. And uh, Lord, it's going to happen as people go to their knees in prayer. So have your way with this, Lord. Would you get in and, and actually transform Devin Newsom's heart, Lord, Devin Newsom's heart. Would you open it wide open, splay it open, and do heart surgery, Father God. Lord, that uh, as a leader of California, Lord, that people would see a transformation in his heart that would be a domino effect on changing the hearts of those in the Senate of California, God. So, yes. Lord, uh, we pray, we cry out to you with anguish in our hearts, Lord. Those are the prayers you hear, Lord, those prayers of anguish. And, God, hear those today with, with Kaz and Marriott, God, and myself right now. Yes, yes, in Move. Jesus' holy name. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Casey Dickey, uh, Mighty Men Movement, and Muriel Bowman, Pray California. Hey, my friends, God calls on us to love people. No question about it. We've got, you know, the abortion issues going uh, dangerously strong in California, but there are also other issues uh, as well. As I say, our heart cry is to love people, but not necessarily love the works that they do and the detriment and the deterioration that those works cause. And uh, I speak sensitively about the LGBTQ agenda. And, you know, everybody's got their own freedoms to do what they want to do, but not when it impacts other people. So we're going to take the big step in the next segment. We're going to pray about these things because it's time for God's kids to make a stand for what's godly and righteous. So my listening friend, I'm so honored to have K.C. Dickey of the Mighty Men's Movement and Muriel Bowman. These are generals in the prayer arena, and uh, we're going to have them give us some further insights on these things when we come right back. More. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And guess what? We are back indeed. <laughs> and uh, we're not taking passive stances here. We're kind of opening up the uh, the uh, bag of tricks, basically, of what the enemy has in store. We're shining light into it. We're taking our flashlights and we're shining our lights into it. And as soon as we proclaim this, Holy Spirit comes like the, the tabernacle of Moses, you know, the, the fire uh, by... Uh, the fire by uh, night and the cl- cloud by day. Uh, he's exposing these things as well. And look out world. So uh, just a, a thrill to have a co-host Muriel Bowman uh, of Pray California and Casey Dickey of the Mighty Men Movement with me. And I kind of, I'm sorry, folks, I flipped the lid on, the, on, the, on this next topic because a lot of pastors and people just don't know what to deal with the in regards to the LGBTQ, we know in our heart of hearts that we're supposed to love people and even love them into the kingdom. But there's a point when you start to do your strategies that violate other people's freedoms. And at that point, uh, God's kids have to make a stand and entrust and, and, and God to intervene. So, uh, Muriel, I'm going to have you start in this segment about the, the things that are 
going on legislatively with the LGBTQ movement and have, as we did last time, uh, Casey join in with us, Casey Dickey of the Mighty Men Movement. So, Mariel Bowman, lay it on us. Um, unfortunately, the the kids, the kids in our schools now are being so indoctrinated into the homosexual agenda, and it's causing great confusion in their vulnerable little minds where you have kindergartners listening and watching a man dressed in full makeup and women's clothing and jewelry and reading the stories to them, and when you have eight eight-year-olds to 10-year-olds being taught about anal and oral sex. And honestly, Kaz, I could never say those words publicly before. But if our children are being exposed to these things, then we need to take a stand. And and teachers um, are being encouraged to, especially, it's, it's bad, it's horrible, because homosexual teachers now transgenders have a way to get at these kids with the blessing of the schools and we know proverbs 22 6 says train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it but how but we are not training up or raising up the children in the way they should go and so truly uh, my prayers parents get involved lord get the parents involved get the grandparents aunts and uncles involved in what is going on in your school classroom to see what books they're reading, what homework that they're being, what work they're being sent home to do, and it's just another way to know what's happening. But Kaz, one more other thing I need to mention yes. is SB four one nine. Y'all, I want you to picture this. This has been passed by Governor. Gavin Newsom, and it prohibits all California public schools and charter schools from expelling students for disrupting school activities or for willfully, willfully defying their teachers and school staff. So can you imagine? That's been passed. So for right now, um, the regular public schools in grades 9 through 12 and charter schools grade 6 through 12, will still be able to temporarily suspend those unruly students. Well, that's grade 9 through 12, mostly. But guess what? How about the young ones, the three, the 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 8th through 8th grade? If the, if the kid gets up and swears at the teacher, jumps on the desk, throws something at the teacher, guess what? He signed a bill that said... The, no more suspending. Or so, what are the teachers supposed to do? You know, their hands are tied. This is so absolutely. It doesn't even comprehend in my mind. You're right. right. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. We don't understand because it is such great foolishness. Yes, it that's is happening. But our children, the innocent ones, are the ones who are suffering with suicide. Right? Uh, suicide is on the rise because of what this is causing to our precious children. Yes. Yes, yes. Casey Dickey, uh, Mighty Men Movement. You know, what uh, Mariel described, a lot of women are into because they are really the ones that foster the children into the school environment. But men, you know, these are your kids, too. And it's time for us to take an active role as well. You want to briefly speak to that because I want to spend the last few minutes of this in vigilant prayer and giving it up to the Lord, Casey uh, and Muriel. So Casey insights on this and then we're going to set I'm going to set you both 
free to give a, about a 60-second prayer. So you got a minute or so to give your insights, Casey, and then we're going to unleash the heavenly hounds <laughs> on this. So, uh, Casey, give it to us, some insight, and then we're going to just, I'm going to have you and Mario vigilantly pray. So uh, give it to us, would you, Casey Dickey? Yeah, uh, one of my key verses is James 5.16, and it says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. What does that translate to when we have thousands and thousands gathering together in unity to pray for the issues that we're talking about? Absolutely believe that it has the capacity to change schools, to change hearts, to change cities, to change nations. We need breakthrough, and it's going to come from prayer. There's not enough money or manpower to solve the issues that we're talking about. It's going to take that fervency, that going to our knees, crying out to God with that anguish, because those are the prayers, as, as I said earlier, those are the prayers that God really hears. Absolutely. It, uh, it breaks our hearts to, to see these things going on. What seemed to be right before is now wrong. What was wrong is now right. Yeah. Because everything's been turned upside down. Yes, warn to them who call evil good and good evil, and that's where we are, aren't we? So, Casey, uh, just very quickly, a website for you for people can actively be involved in Mighty Men Movement and other things, Casey Dickey. And then I'm going to ask you to spend 60 seconds in prayer, and I'm going to do the same for Muriel Bowman of Pray California, and we're going to storm the gates of heaven. So a website first, Casey, and then uh, a, a prayer of intervention. Casey Dickey. Uh, I think I may have lost Casey Dickey. Uh, I think he hung up. So I guess it's going <laughs> to fall on our shoulders, Muriel. So I'm, I'm going to have yeah. you uh, uh, give a I'll website. Give website. Okay. I'll give this website. I'll give this website. org, And and pastors and churches can come on. And um, it, he's having a huge event. Seriously, it's a big, huge event. November 2nd. So I pray that everyone goes to the Mighty Men Movement, MightyMenMovement.org, and check out what's happening. And you don't have to be boots on the ground there because it's going to be simulcast. So every church, every pastor can get involved, and we're calling them to do that. Yes, yes. yes. Okay, Mariel Bowman, uh, we're going to be praying about uh, the— our children and in the school environment, so many things coming against them and a, a lot of freedom, a lot of freedom as well. well, well I'll tell you what, uh, I'm going to abbreviate our prayer. Casey, good to have you back. We lost you for a moment. Would you, uh, Mariel gave you, gave the website already, but would you uh, give us about a half a minute prayer? I'm going to ask uh, uh, Mariel to do the same. Lay it on us because I have to get out of this into the next segment. So Casey, Dickie, be so kind. Yeah, Father, again, uh, Lord, we call on you for a movement again, God. Lord, we're desperate people, Father, that need you. We need a resurgence. We need a, an absolute change, Father God. And the way it's going to come is going to be coming from the area of prayer, men and women both, on their knees before you, God. Mm-hmm. Lord, do something miraculous in our very sight. Yes. Father, just uh, amaze us with your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and, Father, your power. Yes. On these issues that we see. And, and, Kaz, can I just mention one thing to you? Sure. So on November 2nd, here in, in Fresno, we have Men of Legacy, a million man called a prayer, and we're gathering. It's a live simulcast out of Fresno, and we're going to be gathering millions of men across the we're going to get with us on that day. We've got Tony Evans, Senator Rodriguez. Yes. Uh, 
And so that's what we're about yes. is gathering to pray in unity to make it have an impact because it's, it's going to make a difference. It is indeed. And Mary Old Bowman has your back. She already gave the website for that, and she also already proclaimed it. And so uh, so we're, we're on target in that. Muriel, you got about uh, half a minute to uh, lay it on us. Before we go, I'm going to kind of close in you, with your prayer for this segment. But Muriel Bowman, Pray California, thank you for joining me for this hour. Boy, it does go fast, does it not, Muriel? <laughs> Man, it just flies by. Oh, praise God. Okay, lay it on us. 28-1-8 says, The righteous are bold as a lion. And anyone listening, if you consider yourself righteous, if you are a lover of the Lord Jesus Christ, then we call you to rise up, pray, and take action. For we know faith without Action, faith without works is dead. So, Father, we ask for divine discernment that people would immediately recognize good from evil, truth from lies, light from death. Lord, increase wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And for our legislators, God, and our governor, we say that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. Like a waterway, you can direct his path. So, Lord God, direct him onto paths of righteousness, and we pray the fear of God to hit our legislators, our leaders, in the precious name of Yeshua. Amen yes. and amen. Amen and amen. You have your shofar handy? I do. Hang, hang on, I'm going to give you the cue, and we will leave this segment with your shofar blast. But my friends, we, you know, we talked about the value of prayer. There's also a tremendous value in worship and praise. The next whole hour, we're going to talk about what's going on in San Diego County and beyond, tied to worship and praise that's going to stir the throne room of heaven. And with that, I'm going to say, Mary O'Bowman, Pray California, thank you for joining us. Lay the shofar as we transition into the commercial break. Great to have you with us, my friends. Mario? <laughs> this is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Come together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Hey, my friends. <laughs> I have been... Considering this segment, this one-hour time frame for a long, long time, ever since I heard that the U.K. was bringing people over and delivering people over here to do David's Tent in San Diego County and beyond. So uh, this is a dream come true. And uh, if you've hung with me for any time on the air, you'll hear me use the phraseology of the tabernacle of David being restored. And uh, and San Diego is a prototype city for this. And uh, I have proclaimed it for decades, and to see it coming to pass blows my mind. And to have this person on the air with me live in the studio, and this is a heart cry as well, Tiffany Bueller, the managing director of David's Tent San Diego. How are you doing? I'm great. Yes, yes, yes. And we have a lot of things to talk about because there's some major things going on during the Feast of Tabernacles time frame in Del Mar Fairgrounds. Before we get into that, it's called David's Tent, by the way, my friends. Uh, before we get into that, given a little overview about what's going on with you and you came from UK with this but how come you don't have an accent what's going on I don't understand I know well I don't have an accent because I'm American <laughs> um, I lived in the UK for eight years yes. we were over there and David's tent got birthed in 2012 there 
Um, we watched it grow. It's been amazing. And um, it's, yeah, we we kind of responded to the call of God to move to California in 2017 with David's tent on our heart and in our spirit. Was he whispering in your ear, San Diego, San Diego, San Diego? What Pretty happened? Pretty much. Well, I've loved San Diego yes. since I was a kid. And my <laughs> husband and I both said, California will be our next move. And then we just started, it just started to stir. There was some some family things that were happening as well. We have quite a testimony with our daughter that was part of the reason that we came here, but the Lord opened wide the doors for us to be here. Yes. And it was very clear and evident that San Diego was a place, not L.A., San Diego. Come on. Yes, and we're so glad you <laughs> not did. Not Northern California. <laughs> we're so glad you did. You know, there's a scripture that I use all the time to my listening friends, and it's in Amos 9-11. Are you familiar with that verse yes, as well? Very, because very you're, you're fulfill, fulfilling that actually in your presence here and the vision here in San Diego. But if uh, it, it talks about uh, I will build again, the last day I'm going to build again the tabernacle of David that's fallen down and repair the breaches thereof. And, and as it was in the days of old, says the Lord, who does these things and return those of Edom back to God as well. So this is actually even outside of the Jewish people that's going to be the whole you know, the whole community are going to get together and pray and praise the Lord. Yeah. You know, in the last segment, we talked about praying over California, yeah. but also worshiping and praising in California to the Lord. Uh, how powerful is that? Yeah. So I, I know you see there's a destiny here and you're right in the thick of it. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about the vision of David's tent as it's happening in San Diego. Yeah. Well, our heart is really just to prepare a place for the presence of God, yes. for all of the people across the body of Christ in the region, in the nation in the to nation. come. We'd love to see. I mean, we are seeing people coming from other states that are, they're they're gathering from from all over. And, and it's really to prepare a place for the presence of God to minister to him you know, pour out our worship to prepare an altar and to ask for him to come and abide and dwell amongst us. And in that space, he does so much. He so does much so much happens. And one of the thing, amazing things that you've done, I've observed this, and you've got uh, well-known musicians coming from all over the place, but... It's like a 70, isn't it, 70 consecutive hours? 72 <laughs> 72 hours. hours. But you also have incorporated uh, local worship teams as well, and many of them are dear friends of mine. How remarkable is this? Tw- 24 hours a day for the 72 hours? Mm-hmm. <sighs> <I know. laughs> Tell us more. Well, we just finished our eighth year in the U.K., our, our eighth festival in the U.K. two, three weeks ago. Yes. So I've come back just full of fire and and passionate about being in that space Three days of constant worship with local um, expressions of worship as well as nationally known expressions of worship, um, denominations from all across the body of Christ. Yes. It is, it's like a dream, and yes. it's just beautiful the way that the Lord inhabits our praises, and He does so much in the hearts of the people, and He just he sets people free. He speaks. I mean, we were just reading a testimony today. I don't know if I have time for a second to give well, a Well, right now we've got about three minutes in this okay, segment. Sure. Beautiful. Um, we had a testimony that came in from somebody who literally wrote into us today in the UK, and she said she was not planning on going to David's tent in the UK, and she had tried to take her life, oh and my. she was in the hospital for three days in ICU, and she ended up coming out, and somebody had told her to come to David's tent. And so she wrote and told us her testimony that when she was at David's tent, the Lord spoke to her over those three days about how 
he about her destiny and how she needed to live and how much he loved her and just restored her back to a place of hope was just phenomenal. So, you know, individuals come into this place of the presence of God and they're there for three days. They go on this journey and they get to hear his voice. They get to see, you know, speak with him. They get to celebrate with other other uh, believers in the body of Christ that become family in that three days. And it's just a phenomenal atmosphere. You know, there's so many other spiritual things and reasons that we're doing it, but yes. I'll, you know, just for that alone, it's absolutely remarkable. It is absolutely remarkable indeed. And I've been a proponent of worship and 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 prayer uh, in in San Diego and beyond for a long time. Uh, early on, when I was tr- trying to stir uh, David's tent related things going on here, uh, let's say. 15 or 20 years ago, I started with a mentality, let's get the pastors together. But the pastors had so many other diversions going on that they couldn't really focus on it. And then there came a revelation. The revelation is the who who carried the ark of God's presence. It was the priests. Mm. And from this vernacular, the, the analogy I'm using here, the, the priestly people are the worship and praise people. Yeah. And I'm saying, these are the really the key. Yeah. And when we saw that, all of a sudden, things really kicked off. And you, you came into fertile ground when you came into San Diego, yeah. because a lot of people are prepared to worship continually. So speak a little bit about that. And, uh, and then we're going to have you with us for the entire hour. So no telling where Holy Spirit's going to go with this. But uh, talk a little bit about engaging worshipers to do what they've been called to do. Well, yeah, we just, I mean, as we've been doing David's Tent for eight years now, we really feel like um, we've honed in on who it is that we're meant to call and who it is that we are. And we are the gathering of the worshipers, the people that are the ones that minister before the throne, before, you know, uh, before his presence. And for no other reason than to minister to him and create that space exactly. for him. And so um, really we, we do gather the worshipers and we do have pastors and leaders and, and everyone from across the body of Christ. Yes, but indeed. it is really made up of the people who are definitely passionate for worship. I yes. mean, you have to be a worshiper in order to stay in that place for three days and worship exactly. nonstop. But what's been phenomenal is to see in the U.K. how there are 6,000 crazy passionate worshipers <laughs> that come every year, camp for three days, and they are just, you know, they're just expressing their love and devotion, and their adoration for three days straight. And it's just, um, it's, it's, I don't know, it's one of the, we, we kind of, it took us a while to really un- uncover that it's the worshipers that yes. are meant to, it's, everyone's welcome, yes. but it's the worshipers yes. that come. And one of the things, we're going to spend some time in the next segment talking about this, Tiffany Bueller of David's Tent San Diego. One of the things that happens, we talk about vertical relationship. We want to get uh, in a time of uh, 72 hours consecutive worshiping the Lord in a vertical sense. But what happens, and God knows this, is the vertical also turns into the horizontal. Mm-hmm. And not only intimate relationship with him happens, but intimate relationship one with another. And he smiles and he goes, that's been my plan all along. Yeah. Can we talk about that in the next segment? Absolutely. I love to. All right. My (laughs) listening friend, Tiffany Bueller, Davis Tent, San Diego, and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Wow. God has promised this in King David's day, 
He uh, shared it in the days of the prophet Amos, and he reiterated it in Acts 15, 16, when James said, hey, look what's happening here. Uh, unbelievers and, and, and Gentiles are coming into the kingdom. Isn't this written in Amos where he says, I'm going to build again the tabernacle of David? Of course, the nuance there is you worship and praise vertically, and God will add people horizontally as well. And one of the things that Tiffany Bueller, my co-host for this entire hour, hey, Woo-hoo. Tiffany, yes. <laughs> one of the things we talked about in the last segment is while we're dedicated to stir vertical intimacy with the Lord, God has a preconceived notion and an ulterior motive that when we worship him, then we come together as well. And this is a bond that's uh, unbreakable. So let's talk a little bit about that. And as you do, incorporate some of the th- the people and things that are going on here and toss in the website every once in a while. www.davidsent.net. Tiffany Bueller. Yeah. So um, I I think that um, the the aspect of unity is so a part of God's heart. And it's we we've discovered that as we've been gathering people from every single denomination that you can think of and home to house churches and just different groups. Yes, yes. I'm going to have you say that again. Yeah. The whole idea, you know, a lot of time people do things and they go, this is my church, this is my denomination, come on and participate in it. And God's saying, no, no, that's that was the church mentality, the church age, the kingdom age is upon us, and that has to do with a broader brushstroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, I mean, <laughs> I think Jesus uh, died to make us one. Yes, thank you, thank you. the Father are one, you know, and so I think that there are a lot of things that divide us and separate us. And that's one of the, that's been one of the most beautiful things for us to see in David's tent is that we can come together in that space with all of our theological differences, but we all have one with one, with one voice and one heart. We worship the Lord. And I, I, I describe it as like paper walls, these paper walls that we've used to, to divide us, they fall to the ground. And everyone that comes into David's tent uh, testifies to the fact that they feel like they're a part of a family, like they've come to a family reunion. And even though they don't know the person that they're standing next to, they still feel known in that space. Yes. There is um, a blessing that unity commands, that when we're in that space together, not because we're all just standing in the same room together, but we are literally joined in spirit That's because right. we are all worshiping yes. together. And I, I always think, isn't it beautiful, Lord, that you use this very simple and very easy Thing that we've really overcomplicated through yes. the years um, to bring us back together, to bring us into one. And I'm I'm astounded always. Like two years ago in the UK, we took uh, communion for the first time as as a tent, and I'm talking Catholics, Anglicans. Like we had every different yes. representation from the body of Christ, and it was the most stunning moment I have ever been a part of. I could have, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm done. I can, I can come oh, home I now, know. Lord. <laughs> but know. you know, I, so I love unity. And I think really, um, one of the most precious things to God's heart is that we are unified and we are one. And, and sometimes it just takes a place of us being together before him, that, that humility and that kind of going low and recognizing that even the things we've held on to, they're not really anything That's that, no good. you know, we can just see again together from, from his perspective. So um, I get really excited when I think about the unity that can be established here in San Diego. I know there's already been initiatives for years yes. of that. I'm so thankful to come into the land and to, to see that God's already been moving yes. and doing so much and getting people prepared. Yes. You know, but I think, man, 
what would happen if the if the body of Christ was so linked in arms across San Diego and we were ready? That was like a net for the harvest. Oh, you know? I love it. That's, a, that's very well said, the net for the harvest. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. And what happens at David's tent, I've observed it, believe me, because I've been watching for it. And when we worship him in spirit and in truth— uh, he he can't help but inter, intercede basically or mm. occupy the praises of his people. And when God's present, you know you can look through the through the scriptures of of, of different kings, David uh, and, and and other kings, Jehoshaphat and others. And when they worship and praise the Lord, the Lord intercedes. And you thought you had problems, but God says those go away because you and I are partnering in this thing, and it's 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 beyond miraculous. Yeah. I, I, words, you can tell I'm kind of excited. Can't yeah. You? <laughs> I get that way too. I mean, I could talk about it all day, every day, because I've just li- I've lived, eat, slept, and breathed it for forever. Why don't you give us a website again and kind of give an overview of some of the people that are going to be involved there? Okay, so it's www.davidstent.net, uh-huh. and we're going to have some of the more uh, we call them the nationally known worship leaders. Uh, we have Jonathan David Helser, yes. who wrote um, "No Longer Slaves," as well as "Raise a Hallelujah." Um, we have Jeremy Riddle, who's here in California now, which is amazing. Uh, Stephanie Gretzinger, Amanda Cook, Sean Foyt. We have Jay Thomas from International House of Prayer and Olivia Buckles are joining us from there as well. Um, we have a lot. We have a few of our UK musicians that oh, have been great. worshiping with us from da- in David's Tent in the UK. We'll be joining us, Danny O'Callaghan and Rich D. Castillion, Alan Bame. And then we have um, probably... 25 to 30 local worship teams all up and down <laughs> from Mexico to LA or maybe even further north. Maybe yeah, further all the way north. all the way up to Santa Maria, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. Well, 72 hours of consecutive worship and praise, that's a pretty amazing thing. So, it's just not going to be a pardon the phraseology, but not a one-man band thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's really so, good. so 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 God wants us to uh, actually engage vertically and horizontally as well. 72 hours and you might be familiar with the name of the place where this is happening, my friend. We call it the Del Mar Fairgrounds. I mean, please. So you're going to open up the doors and 72 hours uh, of consecutive worship and praise. They will buy a ticket and then they can just kind of hang around. They can bring their pillows. What's that going to look like, uh, Tiffany? Well, it's funny because people are always like, do we have to stay for the whole 72 hours? And it's like, no, of course not. It's very open like you, like it would be if you were home for a family reunion. You come right. in and you engage in the conversation as you're as you're comfortable, and then you come out and rest, and then you go back in. And you know, we we're really praying for people in their capacity to be able to come in and not see it as a place to be entertained. That's right, not a performance, it's but not a relationship. A performance. Yeah, come it's on, a relationship. It's a place to come and connect with God and to minister to Him. I mean, for three days straight, could we not just thank Him for salvation alone? Come you know on, what I mean? Exactly. We'll be doing that for eternity. <laughs> so our, you know, but we. So I mean, we never tell anyone that they have to keep praising, oh, keep no. praising. Oh, oh no, know, of course but, not. You know, come in. And you can, they, people can bring chairs, they can bring blankets when it gets a little bit fuller in the evening sessions. We definitely have to have a little bit more standing room only, but there are chairs around the peripheral. Um, we do have people that kind of, you know, lay in the presence of God in the evenings. We try to, you know, if people are sleeping, we try to do, we do try to 
you know, give a little nudge that maybe they can move back to their tents because we have camping on on site oh as well. People are camping at Delmar Fairgrounds. Now, is there one particular stage venue, or are there going to be multiple stages? How's it, what's that going to look like, uh, Tiffany? Yeah, so there's a day stage that starts at seven thirty in the morning and goes till ten thirty at night. And is this non-stop. the racetrack area? Which which stage is this? It's actually in. It's not in the racetrack. It's in the paddock area. So on the other side of the grandstands, there's this beautiful paddock. Grassy area. area. Is that the mm-hmm. grassy area? Yeah, the grassy area. Mm. Everyone refers to the grassy area. Yes. Um, so there's a day stage in there and then exact same vent space on the backside of it. There's what we call the night stage. That's kind of more um, stripped back and unplugged. And we've got rugs and people can kind of like sit more. I mean, but we have uh, we have a lot of people that stick around through the nights and it's probably some of the most sweetest times. Yeah, I can tell you because, you know, California, we've gone to David's tent in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. and California that we had a week and we, we do our week there as well. And it, the, the whole idea of consecutive 24 hour worship and praise, we did. We were there for an entire week. California kind of took over David's tent there. Uh, and uh, Jason Hershey said, I, uh, because of our vigilance, they, he said, we don't ever take vacations, but I think we can take a vacation That's now because so awesome. California is here. Come on, California. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, we love it. We've got about a minute or two in this section right now. Um, well, let's spend a little bit more time kind of painting a picture of what people are going to be experiencing. Now, the time frame for this is... So it starts on the 10th of October, yes. Thursday, and it starts at 6.30 in the evening, and then we'll kick off in worship, and we'll go all the way through the night. Yes. And then um, all day Friday, all day Saturday, and all day Sunday to My. the 13th of October, we'll wrap up um, in, a, in a very big celebration at 6.30 on Sunday the 13th. Yes. Let's step back a little bit, and you, you, it's called, you call it David's Tent, mm-hmm. but in Scripture it's called David's Tabernacle. Yeah. And in Scripture it says God's going to build the Tabernacle of David in the last days. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he is going to do, and we're seeing it happen not only in San Diego but around this nation, yeah. is there's that Tabernacle of Worship and Praise that's going on consecutively. And at the Del Mar Fairgrounds is on what day? in October? October 10th through the 13th. October 10th through the 13th. That mm-hmm. ties in with the Feast of Tabernacles. And the Tabernacle of David and Feast of Tabernacles. You get a connection there. This is the time frame in God's uh, biblical calendars. This is the time of actual intimacy more than any of the other months mm-hmm. in the Hebrew calendar year. This upcoming time frame and it's showing itself in October is the time of the most intimate, intimate, intimate relationship vertically, but it's also a time of a festival of horizontal relationships as well. Yeah. So, you, And you said this was not something that you pre uh, predetermined. All of a sudden you realized you found yourself <laughs> during the Feast of Tabernacles I mean, time frame. That blows my mind. <laughs> I love that. Yes, yes, I, lo- yes. I love that surprise. It was a really good surprise for us because we're. it's a new thing for us. We've been in August in the UK all of these years and we prayed about it. And really, the only time that was available was October oh my. 10th through the 13th. And so when we found ourselves in the same time frame, we were like, oh, Lord, what do you want to do with this? Yes. This is amazing. Yes. So I, in the next segment, I want to talk a little bit more on a personal level with the listeners of not only how they can be involved, but what they can expect as they participate. In mm. some, and I don't call you going to be to, to, to view this as a spectator. This is not a spectator sport. No. This is a, an intimate relationship that you and the worship teams mm. 
uh, engage in a vertical relationship yes. and watch what he does horizontally as well. Absolutely. So in the next segment, we'll just launch into that topic as well. Uh, Tiffany Bueller, my brand new friend, Tabernacle of <laughs> David, David's tent friend. Can we do that in the next segment? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I guess Tiffany and I, well, we're going to be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. This is Pastor Jim Heidrich from Firewheel Church, and I declare over San Diego that the goodness of God is going to crash in on you with the weight of his glory because he's moving with compassion. Yes, you believe in Jesus, but Jesus believes in you. And I just affirm you in your call to greatness in Christ Jesus. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And I'm back Good to have you with us, my listening friend. And I know many of the people that listen to this show are, number one, prayer warriors, but number two, worship warriors. So this is going to stir your heart as, uh, as what uh, God is doing in San Diego over the Feast of Tabernacles this year. A lot of worship and praise things coming at us. And one of them that we're drawing attention to today is the David's Tent venue at the Del Mar Fairgrounds during the Feast of Tabernacles. Uh, and uh, Tiffany Bueller is with me. And, you know, we we get into the commercial break and we can't stop talking about what's going on. So I'm going to have the microphone opened and we're going to pretend like we're just talking you and I. I want you to paint the picture that you've kind of painted with me during the commercial break. I mean, it's exciting stuff. So uh, Tiffany Bueller of David's Tent San Diego, grab that paintbrush and paint away. My listening friend, I hope you enjoy her insights because they're anointed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing that really stands out to me about uh, David's Tent is that the two things are intimacy and unity. And That's we've so been good. talking about intimacy with this dynamic of David's Tent, Del Mar, landing in the, the Feast of the Tabernacle. And we, I just feel like, you know, as we've kind of uh, over the years realize that we have the ear of a generation right now and even we were covering some of those topics or you guys were covering some of the topics earlier in the hour or in the earlier hour before me um the 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 uh time that we live in there is a very serious wake-up call for the church there is tiffany you know and and i believe that a lot of that are really has to start with intimacy the first um commandment is for us to love the lord our god with all of our heart Come on. And all of our soul and all of our strength. And I think that oftentimes we're too distracted as a body of Christ. We're really distracted. I mean, increasingly distracted. There's so much with this technology day and age that we live in to distract us that intimacy with God is kind of one of the, you know, few th- one of the things we have the least amount of time for, which it should be quite the opposite. And so when we talk to people about, you know, come away for a few days and just for no other reason than because he's worthy. Give him your worship, your adoration, your connection, <laughs> your devotion. Celebrate together with the body of Christ. Recognize the things that he's doing in the nations and get a different perspective. Yes. You know, because we're all very uh, circumstantially focused. Yes. And I just think that there is a there's a point where the Lord is 
he is waking up his bride. Yeah, that is so true. And I, I just really felt actually, as you asked me to share, just to share this dream, if I could, sure. that I had in 2007. And it was, um, a, I was going to a wedding and in this wedding, I, I don't, I didn't know the, the bride and the groom. Um, I came into the building and I saw the groom standing up at the altar and you could feel tangibly the love that he had for his bride so strong all across the room. And she wasn't there and she wasn't ready and he was just waiting and he loved her so much and you could tell he wasn't nervous, he wasn't afraid, but he just loved her. So he began to go up and down the aisles to tell people individually how much he loved his bride, yes. his bride-to-be. And I thought to myself, where is she? Why isn't she ready? Why is she not here? So I ran to the back room and I saw her. She was dressed in street clothing and she was looking at the at the gifts on the table and she said, look at the gifts. Look at what everyone gave us. And I said, why aren't you ready? And she said, just look at all the money that's come. Oh, you know? my, my, my. Come and on. And I was like yelling at her like, it's your, if you knew how much he loved you, you would be ready. Why are you not ready? And so from that point, I my whole life has been longing to see the bride wake up and longing to see her come to that place where she is she is standing in her position and yes. she is ready because the bride is meant to be victorious and i think that we don't get that awakening unless we start to begin to engage in intimacy and connection with god oh and i feel like it's a it's there's an even greater blessing for whatever reason on the corporate body of christ coming into that space together oh my and i believe it's time for an awakening over this nation it is and God has, you know, the, the, the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord is hovering for a pla- and looking for a place for the presence of the Come Lord on. to dwell. And he's found this region ready, which uh-huh. is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Absolutely exciting that, 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 that he's saying, okay, he's San Diego, I am ready to come. We, the, the manifest presence that we have seen in the UK in David's tent has been astounding. Like, it blows my mind. My. And I think when he comes into a city like this, how much is the atmosphere going to change? How much is the is the body of Christ going to stand up together strong? You know, with that, um, Psalms 34 says that those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Three days, just the beginning, you know, it's just a catalytic thing where it's like people get their hearts awakened and they're stirred and they're looking to God and their faces begin to radiate yes. and they begin to radiate because all the things that they've carried wash away and there's freedom and they walk out of that place and they're hungry for more. Yes. They're hungry for more and they go back to their churches and they 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 um they go after the more and they let it grow and develop and it just becomes bigger oh, and my, broader my, and my. wider across the region. And I just feel like how can there not be in time, a harvest here. Uh, oh, that's exactly right. You know, Tiffany's talking about Feast of Tabernacles things right now that that uh, are really tied to this time frame and the intimacy and things like that that are going on as rela- relating to the the vertical relationship and worship and praise and the pursuant of the the bridegroom of the bride. Boy, your your vision about the the, the bridegroom is actually ready. He's actually the the scripture says that the heavens must hold him back until. Till the time of restitution of all things are spoken of by the mouth of God's holy prophets come.
come to pass. One of the key things is the bride has to make herself ready. Mm -hmm. And this is the environment, this worship and praise intimacy thing that the bride who was wearing the torn jeans and, you know, dressed cool, but not as a bride. We need to wake up and say, it's time for that intimate relationship. In fact, I loved your rendition because you were actually uh, doing the Song of Solomon. That that is exactly what's happening, and God's saying it's time, my beloved, mm-hmm. to get up and do what you've been called to do. Yeah. Because uh, I have a wedding feast for you, I have an intimate relationship for you, and I, I truly believe, Tiffany, that San Diego is going to be pivotal, uh, a, 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 a pivotal city in this to stir the rest of this nation. Yeah. And I love what's going on in Washington D.C. and the David's Tent thing that's going on there, and also the Awaken the Dawn people are doing Tent America also yeah. during this, also right this right in the same time frame. Mm-hmm. Is there any uh, is there any doubt that God is on the move and God's kids are actually getting the message? I mean, yeah. how amazing is this? Yeah. Why don't you spend just a minute or two? Because I tell you what, you've whet the appetite and the, <laughs> and the hunger mm. for we who are part of the bride who have been lackadaisical saying, oh, it's great. When, when you knock at my door, I'll pay attention, but mm. I'm not going to pursue you. So right. why don't you encourage the people and then also give us one more time in this segment the website information and how people can find out more information. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have so many people that say that they, they when they don't know what David's Tent's about, it's one of those things you can't really describe because uh-huh. you can't describe an intimate relational connection. You just know that the table is set and you come and you are. And I guess really the encouragement is that everyone is welcome and everyone has a place at the at the table of the Lord. And not only that, but the, the spirit of the Lord goes out into the highways and the byways Come and on. he finds the people who are, don't even know that they're ready. <sighs> you know, so there is, there is, a, there is a, a space where the spirit of God is preparing people's hearts to come together as one and to meet with him. Please. Like, Man, we get to come together and meet with the king. I find that the most exciting thing in, 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 and I take it very seriously, you know, that we stand before the king of kings, the creator of the universe, and that Jesus made that space so that we could come with faces unveiled, Please. standing before him as all of the worshipers in San Diego and in this region <laughs> to behold the glory of God, to declare who he is, and to, to, to establish his kingdom together. We are establishing his kingdom together in a simple and celebratory and beautiful way. That is so good. So I, I just encourage everyone to come because it's it's just it's a free space. That's right. There's a lot of celebration. It's a very beautiful time to just get to know who are your fellow believers in the region and hear the stories of what God's doing and get <sighs> stirred. And so it's uh, October 10th through the 13th, Del Mar Fairgrounds. Through the 13th, which is, a, is that a Thursday, Thursday Friday, through a, yeah. Saturday? Sunday. And Sunday, it's going to be a raucous place. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a raucous place. And the website again? www.davidstent.net www.davidstent.net and there's a, I'm sure there's a price issue about getting into the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Uh, do you want to mention that or you have them go to the website and find it out? What would you like to do? Yeah, well, it does, I mean, it does cost money, Absolutely. unfortunately. It's yeah, the Del Mar yeah, Fairgrounds, yeah, I mean, please. It's expensive. Um, so there, you can get tickets online. We've actually set a discount pop-up thing right as you go online. You can yes. uh, get a discount. The, the one thing that is a real bummer is parking. 
at yeah. Del Mar Fairgrounds is $15 a day. So yes. we encourage people to come, park, stay, camp, <laughs> come park, stay. and don't and, leave. And bring, or, or, yeah. or you could just, you might as well bring a full carload instead right. of just one or two people. Yeah, carpool, Load them in there. invite the crews, and everyone ride together. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, make my. it a family thing. Make but, it a community thing. But the investment is for the full time frame. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, it's for the full time frame. And you can come so you in come and, and out go? as you want to. Oh, yeah. my, my, my. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this. I mean, this hour goes quickly, does it not? It does. <laughs> We've got one more segment, and I'm going to uh, have uh, Tiffany Bueller tell us more of the vision, but not only the vision, but also how some of the ex- past experiences in the Uni- United Kingdom uh, are illustrations for what we can expect here because mm-hmm. uh, God's stirring people there and here as well. So, yeah. Tiffany, would you mind staying with me for the last segment, and we'll... Uh, we'll uh, let her rip and I'll see what here. Holy Spirit wants to do. <laughs> Tiffany Bueller, how can you not love this gal? She has a real heart cry. She and her husband and the whole troop that has come over from the United Kingdom. This is an invasion that we really look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> My listening yeah. friend, Tiffany, and I will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. Hey, my friends, we're talking about David's Tent coming to San Diego in October, October the... 10th through the 13th. That's a Thursday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And you you could hear another person's voice, not my own, Tiffany Bueller, who's the director of David's Tent San Diego. Tiffany, uh, words can't express how exciting it is for me, and I know it is for you, hardly contain ourselves. <laughs> but but did, I, want, I wanted you to reflect a little bit on what, what you've experienced in the UK, would you say eight years it has been going on there? Yeah. What kind of stuff do you see going on? Have there been healing issues going on? Have there been uh, restoration issues going on? What kind of things have you seen in the, in the mix there at David's Tent in the UK? Yeah, so we see every time, every year we see, um, well, we see, we've we seen it grow from the very beginning. We were about 600 in the tent to now 6,000 that come out. Um, and we see healings every year. This year we had, I think it was, we asked everyone to write testimonies. We had a stack of over 100 testimonies that were still going through. Radical healings, very some very deep emotional, but also connected physical healings as well as physical, we see a lot of emotional stuff that the Lord does. There's prayer ministry that happens on site, and there will be at David's Tent Del Mar for the whole entire time where people, as as they're in that space of the presence of God for three days, things, you know, personal things begin to stir because you're having a conversation with God. Yes. And he's so kind, and he just brings things up, and people just get set free. One of the biggest things we have seen in the U.K. is, and probably the most, uh, like, consistent testimony that we get is that people get set free from depression and anxiety. So anything that has to do with mental illnesses, we've seen a lot of freedom there. We've even had um, a doctor say to somebody, something happened to you at David's tent. You're coming off of a lifetime of medicine and you're healed and of depression. And I think that really what I would say is that as you're in that space of the presence of God for three days, it's just he even though you're there as a minister he speaks back to you it's like yes. that picture we see in in the heaven uh, you know the heavenly picture of um the elders throwing down their crowns yes. and the lord is putting the crowns back on us it's like <laughs> when we're in that place like we're 
telling him how worthy he is. And then he's speaking to us of our worth oh and my. our value and our identity. And so we see in, in, in that place of the presence of God for three days that people can't, can't they can't help but leave yes. changed. Yes. They're so transformed. And that's what they come back to us, whether it's uh, uh, solutions to things, problems that they had before they came in or family restorations, um, physical healings. And we even had a crazy testimony of um, hearing about a baby that was connected to some of our team that came back from the dead in oh, the in the I, middle. I, no doubt, I don't, I don't doubt that one little bit. Yeah, just all. I mean, it's that thing where when his uh, when his presence is there, when we're in the fullness of his presence, it's like life and hope That's and right. health and and victory. Every, yeah. uh, I mean, every facet of God stuff comes to pass because we uh, we have the audience with the Creator of the universe. I mean, what you know, what else could you expect? Yeah, the it's all the there, universe? and so you almost think, what could happen? Uh, what could happen when we come into that place for three days? Yes. And every year, it's, it, for even for myself personally, it's a journey where I'm like, I'm going through healing or I'm seeing things or, I, you know, but to be the person that's, you know, organizing the event and leading and, and, and looking out and seeing people's countenances change. Yes. As each hour goes by to by the end of the the last day, it feels like you are in heaven because everyone is just so free. Well, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. All of a sudden you get a taste of what heaven is like. Yeah. Yes, yes. Free and peaceful. Hopeful. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, Tiffany, one of the, uh, I think about the, the, the psyche of we, in, we Christians and we go, you know, that sounds okay, but I, I may have other things to do or, you know, I just don't feel up to it. That's the enemy. That's the devil's strategy to keep you away from healing and relationship. Mm-hmm. So when you realize that that's the, we, the Bible says not to be ignorant of his devices. So yeah. when you go, you know, that sounds interesting, but nah, it's not right. You, that, that's your cue to pay close attention to this. Yeah. Because this may just be the springboard into not only healing, but also the vision that God has given you to yeah. be whom you've been called to be. Absolutely. We hear a lot of people tell us that they've come into David's tent kind of like, I'm not sure. And yes. then they leave totally alive because they've heard the voice of God <laughs> and they've seen like dreams of their heart unfold on, before Tiffany. their very eyes. They catch vision. New ministries start, businesses form, marriages happen, friendships (laughs) deepen. It's just, yeah, you can't help but have everything amazing and beautiful happen in the the place of the presence of God. You know, as you you talk about this, and I've been observing Tabernacle of David things for a few decades, and I I have a chance to look across the broad, the expanse of, of the United States of America and also spend a lot of time in Israel. So one of my favorite places to go when I'm in Israel is the city of David, Mm -hmm. the site of the Tabernacle of David. And I've become friends with a lady named Honorina Hyman, who is the the uh, founder of Align with Zion there, and her she's she's an Orthodox Jew, mm-hmm. but she she gets things she doesn't even realize the the depth of the the prophetic revelation she's wow. getting about the revelation of what God's plans are for these last days, and I, I see things happening in, in in Israel that I see God building again the Tabernacle of David yeah. literally in Israel, wow. and then I see what's going on with David's tent and some things also going on in. Uh, during the Feast of Tabernacles, the Awaken, the Adon, Tent of America, people are coming just right after you. The, the 300 tents across the United States of America worshiping and praising the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I see Jason Hershey in Washington, D.C.'s David's tent. I, all these things, it's not like I'm just doing this me, me my, mine. It right. is 
God's going, <laughs> they're starting to get this worship and intimacy with me thing, because if they do that, uh, it's going to unleash me, heaven must receive Jesus or hold him back until a time of restitution of these things. He's going, I've been waiting for this to happen mm-hmm. so I can unleash my will through you like never before. Yeah. Speak a little bit about that. And then once again, we have a couple minutes left in this last segment because I really, really, really want you to encourage people to visit the website and don't just go, oh, that's really nice, but I have other things going on. If you want to get a piece of what God is doing in San Diego County, not only get a piece of it, be a big part of it, yeah. you need to pay attention. Yeah. Tiffany? Well, I mean, I just think that we all have a mandate to worship. Come on. We all have a mandate. You know, when we're supposed to declare and, and preach and proclaim the gospel, we actually do that through our worship. We can worship and, pe- and preach the gospel, declare the truth of who he is all the time through our worship. And so I, I it's amazing how God is, uh, we are seeing the manifestation of his will mm. and his heart across the nations. Like you said, in Israel, in Washington, D.C., in all of these initiatives. When we were in the U.K., when we first moved there, there we were also involved with the Burn 24-7, and there was yes. like one or two, and these are like local um, yes, yes, yes. Burn, furnaces yes. of worship and prayer. Very familiar. We've participated in them intimately. Okay, awesome. So there were only a few. Yeah. And then after, um, as David's Tent kind of grew, all of the worship and prayer initiatives around the nation began to grow, and there was more and more and more and more, not just the Burn, but lots of different initiatives that people were telling us about to the point where it went from three in six years to 36 Come in on, Tiffany, the UK. Want... And so you think <laughs> there, this is a piece, a small piece of a very big picture that the Lord is on the move. He's the on the move. Listening friend, you get an opportunity to be part of this move of God. One more time, the website, and then I'm going to have to close this. And thank you so much for joining me as my co-host for this hour. Yeah. Website again www.davidstent.net Well, www.davidstent.net Go there, and if something in your is saying, I just, you don't have time to go do something like that, the enemy doesn't want you there, because you are going to be set free, 72 mm-hmm. hours of being set free. Buy a ticket, and spend as much time there as you want. Day or night, doesn't make any difference. And in, in, in the spirit of King David, who had 24-7 for over 30 years, yeah. 30 consecutive years, days, 30, 30 consecutive years mm-hmm. uh, of this. So God says he wants to restore that. And ladies and gentlemen of San Diego County, you get to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tiffany Bueller, thank you so much. The director of David's Tent San Diego, thank you so much for joining me in this hour. I know you've stirred people's hearts. Thank you for joining me. Any very quick words of encouragement to our listeners as we say adieu? Um, well, it just I just think uh, be full of hope because God is on the move <laughs> in this move. region. And it's it's uh, it, each of us. It's all of us. Yes, yes. My listening friend, I hope you've been stirred and come together every week. We are here stirring you to what God's calling is for you. And prayer, as we learned in the first segment, and worship and praise are vital parts of God's equation for you and your supernatural success. So Tiffany and I say thank you for joining us on this edition of Come Together San Diego. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.